Welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast, a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters, marketers, and persuasion experts. And now, here's your host, Brian Cassangina. Hey guys, welcome back to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast. I've got a real special guest here, someone who I first met a couple of years ago in, in Orlando and uh, and uh, uh, I knew I knew who he was a, a bit then, but uh, by talking to him then, I, I was convinced that he is one of the uh, uh, premier copywriting uh, mentors and coaches uh, going around today. You know, you would have seen, um, uh, you know, his uh, his uh, his main event that uh, that is coming up in October because he he uh, pitches the shit out of that in in a <laughs> in an amazingly uh, good way that that we all love. So um, thank you very much uh, for coming on the call, Kevin Rogers. Brian, man, it's great to be here with you. I'm a fan. Oh, it's right back at you, man. So um, for uh, those who uh, uh, haven't uh, come across you just yet, can you uh, um, tell us a bit about, uh, about, uh, about the group and, and what you do and, and, uh, and who you are? Sure, man. Yeah. So I was a freelance copywriter for about 12 years uh, professionally. That's what I did. Uh, and like everybody, you know, kind of found myself uh, in front of this thing called direct response copywriting and uh, knew it was my thing. Uh, and that's a very exciting and daunting thing to realize because uh, the, the, the thing that gets you excited is that it looks easy, but it, it sure as hell isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you start studying, finding your heroes, right? Yeah. And for me, when I discovered uh, Carlton and Halbert and Ben Savanga and started reading those guys, I was like, man, I get it. If I can ever get anything like this kind of, you know, control over this process, this is going to feel really exciting. Yeah. And so, so I became obsessed and, but uh, wanted to learn as much as I could, but um, kind of hit a wall. Like after I discovered it, um, there was only one course then. I imagine today everybody just has immediate overwhelm, right? They, yeah, they, 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 they yeah. dip their toe in these waters. Yeah. Uh, Back then, that really wasn't an issue. There was only the AWAI course officially. Um, and uh, then there were some blogs and, and there was a, a really cool message board called the Copywriting Board run by um, Michael Fortin. Yeah. Changed my life. And that's what I based Copy Chief on. Um, but um, yeah, man. So uh, figured it out and made all the mistakes and, you know, felt really stupid and had some wins, had some fails and uh, found out none of, none of those things make you or kill you. So, wow, that's mm -hmm. fun. We get to, we get to move on, <laughs> yeah. uh, be, be a volume dealer, you know, and not, not yeah. think every gig's going to be your last. And, uh, and after having a successful career and um, getting to the top of the scale of, of what copywriters can charge without going sort of full on into partnerships and royalty scenarios that kind of would really change the landscape for me. Um, I invented a good problem for myself, Brian, by releasing a, a little tiny book called the 60 second sales hook. 
um, under the guidance of the great Dean Jackson. And uh, that book just resonated, man, and, and created this whole new aspect to my business, which was more of a coaching role and a, and a teaching role and helping a lot of business owners get their message across rather than trying to help other copywriters become great copywriters. I, what I really love is helping people who want to understand copy and get some mastery of it. I just want to get them in, uh, in, incremental wins throughout the process. You know, there, I've never been a guy who's like, I will make you the next great copywriter. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. have that kind of wherewithal to, to bring somebody through that arduous mental journey, man. Um, and so what I really love is helping people go, oh, oh, it can be, this is actually fun, you know, like, oh shit, you just gave me this thing to fill out and I did it and I was just honest and it, this is actually a good copy. All right, I got this, right? Mm. And um, so that's that's kind of what Copy Chief is. And not, not that we don't dive deep and serious into the craft. I mean, I've got this month's training is with uh, Evaldo Albuquerque, who just broke the record in all of Agora publishing history last year. Uh, he's, he's, you know, I don't know who could say anyone, you know, he's at the top of the game right now. Yeah. Um, you know, $90 million in sales from his copy alone last year. And he's uh, teaching us his system for how he does it and how he achieves it with his crew of 15. So, we definitely go deep, but again, man, for me, I, I like to just fuel people's passion and give them some 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 wins along the way so that they feel accomplished and, and stay motivated rather than going, well, if you're willing to cut your wrist and bleed on the page and maybe you could be a copywriter someday, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, been, it's been a great career and here we are. Five years in the copy chief, man, and uh, we're just rolling strong. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's rocking it. It's funny. It's funny that that uh, um, you're talking about, you know, um, some of the, uh, the the gurus around make it sound like you know, got to make some kind of a superhuman sacrifice to be able to become a copywriter, hand over your firstborn son, and and like that. <laughs> so, um, which uh, you know, so, some of us have have. Uh, made those kinds of sacrifices and not even got, you know, half the results of, yeah. of, uh, of people who um, have gone through a system like yours and, and they, they just keep it simple. They, they just hit uh, yeah. the, the main points. They don't overcomplicate things. And that, that's one of uh, my big things over the, over the years, you know. Um, uh, I, I just tend to uh, overcomplicate things and overthink stuff when, yeah. when uh, keeping it simple um, is the way to go. Yeah, well, I think we tend to do that, you know, for whatever, like half of this is we're writers, you know, and I think we like to toil as writers and stroke our chins yeah. and feel tortured. And, yeah. you know, part of it is that, but I, I'm very fortunate, man, to, to uh, have a friendship and with John Carlton, who is by nature <laughs> my greatest mentor. Yeah. So, because he was my hero and then we just became friends. But um, one thing John would always say to me uh, was, hey, remember this is supposed to be fun. <laughs> like, kind of like, you know, we're, look, we're getting away with something here because we're, we're, we found a thing we can do and we're kind of special that we're able to do it. And it's, no one said it would be easy, but it's supposed to be fun, man, because you asked for this, you know? 
Yeah. And I would yeah. remember that. Like when it's when it's getting really unfun, I ask myself, why? Is this worth it? Is this only unfun for this reason until I get to the other side of this? But if it's if it's not fun for too long, I I, I start raising red flags and going, hmm, I might need mm. to mm. I need to switch things up here, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think when when you get that fun factor into it, uh, uh, it's a lot easier to get to get the big results, you know, because because yeah. you know, she, she just flows and and right. and uh, you know it's it's you just wonder what the hell you were doing uh, the other <laughs> nine ten, tenths of, of the time when you were stuffing around with with yeah. uh, shit that, that don't matter. And this is this is uh, where a lot of the results uh, of your students uh, uh, have come from as well. Yeah, you know, one thing I, I like to, well, I like to meet people where they are and find their motivation and find what makes them laugh, what makes them curious, what, and, and what pisses them off. Like, you can use yeah. negative motivation, like whatever yeah. fires you up. But one thing, but you're right, man, that, that's the indicator. You know, if you're stuck, and people we talk a lot about writer's block and look, I, I'm with you on, you know, the people say there's no such thing and it's just you need more research. And I, I say, no, nah, there's fucking moments where you're stuck, man. You know, yeah. you know what you want to say. You cannot get it out of your head and onto the page. And what I like to do and what I've taught others to do successfully when, when I'm feeling that way is I, don't, I learned this just like in those moments where it's like I got to start typing, man, and uh, deadlines looming and I, I can't like I'm locked up. And so I would, out of frustration, start writing the satirical version of the of the sales letter, right? Like, like the one that, like, if anybody, if the client ever saw this, I'd be not only fired but sued, right? Yeah. It'd be like, you know, dear douchebag, you know, <laughs> you and I both know you'll never actually succeed, but let's imagine for a second you weren't a complete loser living in your mother's basement, you know, just like horrible. <laughs> Keep going. I'm making notes here, man. <laughs> But it, but it would make but it would make me laugh, and um, and then uh, you know you you instantly loosen up, and next thing you know you're going, oh I'm actually framing an argument here, and if I yeah. make sure to delete all that horrible thing <laughs> I just said <laughs> in the beginning, this is actually a good start. So what whatever it takes to bust loose and let go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's just a uh, one of the. Uh, um, things you really help, help your students with. Um, so if I'm looking for like, uh, what are some of the, the cool, some of the really cool stuff that, that you've been doing uh, with your group? Because I know um, looking from the outside, you know, it's, it's one of those things where my favorite uh, gift on Facebook is a guy looking in the window, which, uh, which I always uh, um, type when, when I got FOMO or something. And that, that's, that's how I feel about your group. So uh, <laughs> I know it's, I know it's, there's a lot of cool stuff in it. So what, what's some cool yeah. uh, stuff that, uh, uh, you've been working on in there. Yeah, well, what I love to do with a group and the, the, the reason I think our, our group is, I know our group is special, um, is that it's really for people who are, they're serious about the craft and they're serious about, you know, getting good. But again, like they, we remind everybody that kind of try to have some fun with it, you know? Yeah. So what we do is we create challenges and contests and things like that um, where, because my thing is, man, like everybody has enough information. Like, you know, if, if you want to, probably the best prescription I could give anyone who feels like they're 
uh, stuck is to s just stop learning new stuff. Like you don't need an, another course in those things. But what you do need, you, you know, you, you, but you need to take assessment of everything you're aware of and start to say, okay, well, what excites me? What interests me? Where I need to, people need to, we need to narrow our focus, right? And that's why I preach specializing for freelancers because it, if you trust the process of specializing to accelerate your career, it will force you to narrow your focus and decide, oh, do I need to also learn that and that and that and that? We're, we're all complete course whores and, we, and we, we're scared to not know everything. So, you know, but we don't need to know everything. It's too much to know now. We mm -hmm. need to start with a specific specialty so that we can study what's going on there we can see who are the best in that and what and how they're doing it and we can get on the list of our, our potential prospects and and break down their stuff and study their marketing and then approach them as an expert in what they need done and what they've been doing and you do that and they'll be they're not going to look for another copywriter they're going to want you because you've already done the work of indoctrinating yourself into their world you know yeah yeah so, um, so for me, the, some of the cool stuff we're doing in copy chief to, to help people with that is, uh, for instance, we just wrapped up a, a Facebook ad writing challenge. So we did a training with Mike Renard, who's my personal Facebook guy. And as someone who's really like, uh, getting a lot of respect in the industry right now, mm. um, super smart guy, great copywriter. And he came up with a process called story mapping for how he writes his ads. So he and I did a training, taught that to the community. And then we held a challenge where we filled out the story map for them based on my live Facebook campaign right now and said, okay, write your version of Kev's ad. And we're gonna, we chose three winners and Mike coached every single entry. I think we had 30 or something, 30 plus entries. Oh, yeah. Every one of them feedback, let them do a second round, like really help them try to win. We chose three and now we're going to run each of those ads against my control in hopes that one of them or more of them beat it. Oh, and awesome. then, you know, we're going to give them prizes and I'm going to do a video testimonial for the winner and help them kind of accelerate their career as Facebook ad copywriters. Cause one of the hardest things for us to get as as newer copywriters is, is the friggin' results, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, the client for you know they ghost you or whatever they don't share the results and it's really hard to build up your resume when when you don't have results to share yeah, so we yeah. want to solve all that and and help people have fun and it's kind of like everybody who enters wins and then three people um get the ultimate prize nice man that's a that's a great way to um <clears throat> uh it's, you know, really put the fun, fun in it you know it sounds like it sounds like a lot of fun it is. Yeah. And everybody's cheering each other on and yeah. reviewing each other's stuff. And again, it's just a super cool, supportive community. There's, there's no douchebags. There's nobody posing or I've never had a flame war or any of that stuff. It's just, you know, it, it's a gated community, right? It's like yeah. <laughs> it's, people pay to be there and, 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 and that keeps out the trolls, man. So it's a really cool place. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, um, I can see that uh, um, from talking to other other people like uh, um, Mladen and the people like that who are in the group. So, oh yeah, yeah, he's been doing uh, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that uh, that we mentioned just before we uh, uh, started the show was you you mentioned something about uh, 
um, selling via the PSs and emails, and yeah. which, which I found interesting because uh, uh, um, when I've worked with clients like Mindvalley who get decent traffic to their funnels, you know, we measure the uh, uh, the number of clicks pe- uh, that uh, that happen throughout an email, and, and as a as they go down to the bottom of the email, they tend to really, um, uh, you know, lower down. And the, the PS was, uh, um, uh, links in the PS was not getting many clicks. So I'm really interested to find out um, more about this because yeah. you know, I'm also going to improve my PSs. Yeah, so this is interesting, man. And, you know, the, the, the PS is the device, but the, the, it's a result of being like really wanting dialogue with your audience. You know, I always talk about uh, the most valuable thing I believe you can have as a marketer is, a, is an open dialogue with your audience. Yeah. And it, we all look at data and we all want the next sale and we all want those things, front end sales, um, build our list. But to me, um, if, if I can send out an email and have people reply, personally and and tell me a story or share something or answer a quick question then i that's really to me the measurement of, of how i'm doing with my list and I, that does result in sales and so an example of that is we wanted to pilot a, a brand new program you know i my real passion uh is coaching freelancers i have a program called real free life that i've been doing for uh, over three years now and it's uh, if, 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 if I have a thing such as a legacy program, Brian, then, then this would be it because it's truly born of my own experience, right? It's not, it's not an offshoot of any other course or anything. It's just me reverse engineering everything I've done to succeed and helping other freelancers do that over, over all this time. So I'm really proud of it, it but, but the, the problem is it, it's for working pro freelance copywriters, right? You need to, you need to have some scars uh, for, 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 to, for it to really be effective. You kind of need to know what you want to stop doing and the kind of clients you don't want to have anymore so you can yeah. improve and maybe even eventually move away from depending on client work at some point. Um, but there was this whole other audience of brand new copywriters who were just looking to get that first client, right? Or get away from Upwork and, and try to become an expert and and they just, like me, when I first started, man, I, I had no clue where to go or to how to start that conversation or who the hell's even looking, you know? Yeah. So we wanted to create a program for that audience. Um, and we knew we wanted to have a conversation with people about it, but I didn't want to do go on this big promo thing and, and really and announce this program, or we just really wanted to test it, a true beta. So the only... We wrote a series of emails about the topic and then we would pop on a PS at the end that just said, hey, uh, and this is all Dean Jackson, by the way. This is completely Mm. ripped out of his email mastery um, course. Um, I can't quote it exactly, but it basically said, you know, I'm working with a group of about 30 freelancers coming up here in, uh, in June and uh, I want to help them get their first client and, and grow their career. And then it was said, you know, if you're interested, please let me know. And then there was a series of things like, uh, are, are you, um, are, are you, um, you know, easy to work with and coachable, right? Are, yeah. are you, um, 
uh, now all, all these great little quick questions. And then the last bullet was, can you keep a secret? <laughs> <laughs> and it was so fascinating to, to get the responses and everybody really loved that, that can I, that can I keep a secret? Let me tell you 10 <laughs> secrets I've been keeping for years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but it, it, it's amazing because it, it, it is a device, but it, when it comes from a place of, of genuine um, intent, like really wanting to hear people's stories, you know, uh, then it, it's effective. If you only use it as a trick or a tool, it, 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 it isn't effective. Um, and so as a result of having a sincere, starting a sincere conversation, asking for sincere replies and choosing the best people, we were able to sell out the program, or actually oversell. We were looking for 30. We ended up with 43 people and finally had to just cut it off. Mm. And now we're just wrapping up the program and it's been an unbelievable success. People are having these amazing breakthroughs and um, it's, it's a successful pilot. And it, and we, I, dude, I didn't even announce this inside of copy chief, right? The only way you could learn that we were even doing this was by reading our emails to the end and reading and responding to that PS. So we knew the people in this group were going to be, you know, great because they were paying attention. They were, um, they were plugged in. They were the most engaged yeah. people on our list. And uh, yeah, so that was, that was a really cool. So if you're, you know, the kind of person who thrives on really understanding your audience and what they want from you, then that's a really cool approach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's actually that's not actually really fascinating. You, we've done a bit of stuff like a little bit of, like that in when I was writing for Ad Skills, but um, <clears throat> but that's uh, it's really interesting, and it proves that it's not just um, you know having a link in the PS, it's uh, uh, or, or having the call to action and reply to the email. It's it's the story and the copy that leads up to that, which uh, right. uh, creates that thing. So yeah, um, yeah, it's got to start with that intent, and and you got to have some patience. You know, like I said, everybody wants that that data, and, yeah, and they yeah. look, okay. Well, I could do this in a Facebook ad, or do it with a messenger bot, and and I can. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could, but if you're only looking at the numbers, you're you're missing the point. Mm, mm. Yeah, and proves your deliverability, getting replies too. So that's that's another bonus. Yeah, and, do, and you know, I, I took all the the responses we got and and separated them into a Google Doc, and it's like 12,000 words, you know, yeah. I forget how many pages like, and, 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 and then I put that into a word cloud and stared at that for, but you know, it was just like, <laughs> and it really, it really like instructed how I went about coaching the program as well, because I had such a deep understanding of this whole other market for me. And they were, it was a, it was a different breed of, of people. It wasn't my normal mm. market, you know, but what was interesting is they had the same kind of, um, character, right? But they were in very different situations than people I normally coach. So it was, it was really instructive. Yeah. 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 That is, uh, um, that is amazing. It proves that, um, that the, uh, uh like you say, we, we all look at the data and, and we want the, the numbers to add up, but in the end, you know, um, we're sending emails to, to real human beings who sit there and read those and, and they, they want stuff and they have problems that 
need to be solved and uh and that's what good coffee does yeah 100 percent, bro it's a really good point like you know people i think you have to read to the people you have to write to the people who you imagine reading what the hell you're writing you know i think i think i, fir I first heard ramit sadie talk about that years ago he, he was saying that because you know his emails are so epic and long and yeah. he said you know i was concerned about attention spans and those things and, and so i tried to write shorter and i couldn't do it and he said i finally just realized that the people i'm looking that my best customers are going to be the people who have the patience to read these emails and find them entertaining and i got to just be me and write that way and mm. and that that was a real eye opener to me it's like cuz you know it's easy to slip into that thing of oh crap i got to have the, the the perfect subject line and i i got to grab attention and 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 get to yeah. my point really quickly and it can't be over 500 words and yeah 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 and you got to have a link in the first paragraph yeah yeah it's like <laughs> And that's, you know, all that's kind of true with Facebook ads because, you know, it's a little bit different, but, but email is its own animal, man. It's such an, it's such an intimate exchange. It's the one thing we, we read uh, in isolation and respond to in isolation, you know, yeah. like anything you respond to on social media, you're, you're not just, you not feel like you're, it's just you and that person you're really, you know, there's an audience. And so yeah. what you see a lot of on social media is a, a lot of people going, yeah, they're, they're raising their hand to go, I'm in that club too. And I know who yeah, you're yeah. talking about and I get that reference and awesome bro. And, and it's not, it's fine, but it's not very sincere, you know, mm. and email man is like, if they're willing to open it and read it and, and, hear what you have to say and it inspires them to respond holy smokes dude like that's it's a minor miracle anymore <laughs> to have those to have those kind of that intimacy and uh for me it's it's what motivates me and yeah i'm, I'm all for getting the, the data and we look at that and measure it of course and i'm running you know cold traffic funnels too but what i want them to do is get on my list and and actually pay attention i measure my success by that yeah yeah that's why um uh that's one of the reasons why i focus so much on, on email marketing i mean um for the for the reasons you, you've spoken about it still it's still it has the uh the dual um uh prongs of having that that good data and good results with that real relationship building that that you don't get with with social media and stuff like that right 100 percent. so um uh how can people find out more about uh, what you guys are doing, Coffee, Coffee Chief? And I've got the, you've got the event coming up as well. Yeah. And tell us about yeah, that. Man. Yeah. So copychief.com. Um, I think that puts you on the, the wait list if you want to learn about how to join, but you could um, get on the list right there. You could also go to 60secondsaleshook.com and get my, my book for free, which I think you'll dig. And it's really handy little uh, fourth sentence it's a joke formula. I turned it into a sales hook formula that people can use to write a, a quick and really effective sales message. Um, and you can, you know, find my, my uh, podcasts on, on uh, copychief.com as well. And um, the event is copychief.live. And it's really fun, dude. It's, it's, you know, it's three days of everything we do inside of copychief. 
which is have the best of the best teach us what's working best for them yeah. right now. So we have our speakers this year are uh, Todd Herman, uh, James Schramko, Laura Belgray, Evaldo Albuquerque will be there. Um, it, it, oh, um, uh, Chris um, Evans and Taylor Welch from Traffic and Funnels. Mm. Like just, just man, like sharing, like, all right, here's the real stuff. Like here's, here's the shit we, that did not work. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try this. Yeah. Um, Don't try it, this at home because that's important too, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we got to know, like, you know, it's, it's fun to reveal those things and it's always super instructive. Uh, and then tell us show, you know, we all want to brag about what did work. Like tell us what, what failed too. Um, and then, the, and then the connections, bro. Like if you're a freelance copywriter, we bring, uh, the, the, we're now known as the place where you can find higher quality, serious copywriters. So the words out in the industry, in fact, that's why Chris and Taylor are coming to meet copywriters because they're building an in-house copy team now. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. All the Agora companies come and like, do literally fight over the, the copywriters. <laughs> like the little bidding wars get started. Yeah. Copy cheat, it's amazing. And yeah. so what we do is we we have the 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 clients at a table and we call them the round tables. And then we have groups of copywriters move through those tables and the clients pitch the copywriters on why they should consider working with them. Mm. Right. So it's a total flip of the script. Yeah. And the writer, you could be the shyest writer in the world and Which many of us are. Yeah, we're all introverts. That's why we set it up that way. It's like I don't <laughs> I don't want somebody to have to suddenly learn how to sell themselves and come up and <laughs> shake a hand and give a business card and try to not to sound stupid. I and mean, I was horrible at that stuff. So it's like, how do we make this feel cool? Let everybody learn about what's going on and let organic relationships happen in, in a sort of an orchestrated way. And yeah. Dude, $500,000 in contracts over the first two events alone um, yeah, for copywriters. Right. So it's, it's, been, it's been an amazing success. And then this crazy party we do where we, we bring in a, a house band in, in Carlton and in Paris, Lampropolis and Addison Rice and Angie Coley get up and, and jam with the band. And it, to, to see them in their glory, their old bar band glory, uh, right. Our, our copywriting heroes it's it's the it's crazy fun dude so it's just uh it's something i really love man yeah yeah um that's kind of the uh, the premier copy event that that everyone should be at if they're if they're looking to um uh start working with a lot of these these people like the traffic and funnels yeah. people and people are going yeah. going there specifically looking to hire copywriters so it's yeah. it's 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 uh amazing opportunity for for anybody who wants to get that kind of serious work. Yeah, thank you. It's true, man. It, it is. It's like, it's funny. I did a, a webinar on it last week and uh, I was going through everything we do and I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, Rogers, like, what else can you do for people? You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know how we're not sold out already, but, you know, I guess that's marketing. I mean, I got to never that, reach that's, that's, that's events. It's always, yeah, events are always yeah, challenging, but we, we got over 100 tickets sold and we're actually just at the point where we normally start marketing the event. Uh, and we had over 200 last year. So we know we're going to break our record this year. And um, it, yeah, it's, so we're excited. But I remember you were sold out that, that year that I met you at Todd Brown's event. Um, yeah. So I was actually in the US and I said, oh, I'll go to Coffee Chief Live. Not sold out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We sold out that first year and yeah. 
that last year. And what's cool is the room we're in, you know, I know how I want it to be. And so, you know, we can change the seating and fit more, which is yeah. cool that we can expand in that room. But yeah. the, to, to make the round tables work and do all that, we have to keep it limited. So, yeah, sure, sure. I would have stood in a fire exit or something, though. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll sneak you in the back, man. Just show up this week. <laughs> uh, um, uh, thanks for coming on the show, uh, uh, Kevin. It's been uh, very, uh, not just uh, instructive, but also entertaining. That's uh, the kind of guy you are, and that's why you're such a great teacher of copywriters. Um, you are a true copywriting genius. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so your sites were uh, copychieflive.com. No, copychief dot com copychief.live and secondsalesbook.com if you're listening on itunes then uh, um go to those sites or you can go to geniusofcopywriting.com and and uh when, when this episode is up i'll chuck the links up on that page as well um but uh, if you're uh serious about uh, having a freelance career and even moving on from that um like kevin has said you know uh, these are invaluable resources which uh, um, you'd be foolish not to take advantage of. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you might. I, thought I really might. appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing all that cool stuff with us, man. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Geniuses of Copywriting with Brian Casagina. To get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.